Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Alexa, who is Adam Ferrara? Adam Ferrara is an American actor and comedian known for playing the roles of Chief Needles Nelson on Rescue Me, Sergeant Frank Virelli opposite Edie Falco on Nurse Jackie. He was a co-host on the U.S. version of Top Gear. He has had three Comedy Central specials and his new album is called It's Scary In Here. Adam's new podcast is a big hit and available everywhere. Sounds like it could be funny. Sounds to me like 30 minutes you'll never get back. All right, you're here. Let's start the show. And what a show we have for you this week. My guest in the ADD interview is an honest-to-God rock star, ZZ Top frontman Billy Gibbons. And you're very excited about it. <laughs> yes, I am. Oh, this was a lot of fun for me. And I want to welcome everyone from our Talk To Me Tuesday family. That's our conversation we have every week, 9 o'clock Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. Go to my website, click the link, and join us. And our super fan shout-out is for Catherine St. Germain. Say hi. Hi, Catherine. Hey, Catherine. How are you? How you doing, Kathy? And I would like to begin today's proceedings by reading an email from Charles a friend of ours. in Champaign, Illinois. <laughs> Charles says, Dear Adam, I want to thank you, Alex, Mark, and Menopausal Phil. <laughs> what is that? You have a new nickname. Yeah. After after listening to the Matt Farah episode, I was inspired to finish work on my 05 limited edition Brazilian VW bus. Okay. Phil, in the Matt Farah episode, we took the personality test. And we found okay. out that you have the personality of a menopausal woman. So that's where, that's where it's coming. I, I think it was wow. Adam... Figured out that you had a personality. It's not me. It was National Geographic. It was in the chart. Uh huh. Is that what you're going to do? You're going to defer to National Geographic now? That's what you're going to do. I'm sorry. Like I said, I told Uh you, if you got a problem, I got it in my dentist's office. Take it up with my dentist. 
Okay, Follow the science, have, Phil. Let's have today be the one and only day. That's my new nickname. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and can I ask a question? What the hell's a Brazilian VW? That's the ones they put together in Brazil. <laughs> It's oh, actually, no. clearing it up. Yeah. Yeah. Total sense. Yeah. No, you know what it is? It's actually, it's actually a VW bus with a waxed undercarriage. <laughs> sure, for aerodynamics. Yes. Sure. Makes sense. Yeah. And I know you boys don't know what you're talking about, but okay. <laughs> I, I know. It's like it's, it's like uh-huh. a VW. It, it's, got, it's got a clean trunk. Is that accurate? Yeah, uh, we'll go with that. All right. <laughs> Hold on. I'm getting a hot flash. Hold on. <laughs> menopausal phil open a window (laughs) oh my god anyway he said my daughter and i began the project before she went off to school and when she left i lost interest Uh, my daughter was the one who told me about your podcast so we're gonna have to thank his daughter uh and she's married now and i am soon to be a grandfather for the first time my goal is to finish the project and take my daughter and grandson for a ride thank you guys for the laughs and the inspiration charles from champaign illinois how nice is that yeah, we inspired yeah. him. Yes. That's cool. Champagne Charlie. Good for you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So we, we, we provided inspiration to him. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Well, Thank you well, so much, Well, wait, well, wait a minute. It, but... Here's my question. He started the project, so I don't think we provided inspiration. We, we like, re-inspired him. Is that... Is that... Because he already had the inspiration. We did, you know we no, we did, you know we did? We shamed him is what we did. <laughs> we shamed him. Well that's a form of inspiration, him. I think. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. He was he was talking two car guys were talking. He's like, oh man, I feel I'm 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 ashamed. I started one and I stopped it. Or his wife said, We need some more room in the garage. Yeah. I, that's what I think happened. I th- I think Mrs. Champagne Charlie said, What are you doing with that in the driveway? Either finish it or get rid of it. Okay. So apparently Charles is married to Rhoda, the uh, the muse of auto body work. <laughs> it's one of the lesser known muses, but yes, yeah. Rhoda was Rhoda was integral, certainly in the industrial revolution. Yes. yes. So, so with, with that, with she, is she one of the nine? There's nine of them, right? There's nine muses. Yeah. Rhoda is not on my list of nine. She might be on an appendix of you know modern day muses. Uh, no, I, I'm going to read through because nobody, nobody, nobody on the planet under, knows the nine muses who were the source of inspiration back in the ancient world. It was hold on, Mark. I know Calliope was like the chief. She was like the general. She was like Marsha Brady, right? Right. <laughs> Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Yeah, yeah. I know. Well, the comedy one was Thea Thalia. Thalia, good work. Yeah, that one. Wow. And there's another one, Euterpe. <laughs> Euterpe, Euterpe. She's yeah. the she's the muse of mu- uh, the muse of music. Yeah. Okay. And uh, that's all I know. But and you know how I know him? We were shooting in New Orleans, and the streets in the French Quarter are named after it. That's the only reason I remember. Oh, I, well, I the comedy like one that. I knew, and Calliope I knew because the Calliope crashed to the ground. <laughs> that's what I know. That <laughs> I I know the yeah. band Muse. There's a band called Muse. Very inspiring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, th- then it's living up to its name. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What's their first album called? Daughters of Zeus. <laughs> <laughs> Who what? happened to be the biggest womanizer of the gods? Just saying. Oh, sure. yeah. Yeah. He was a big I mean, man. I'm whore. just saying. Are you kidding? He can throw lightning. Of course he's going to get chicks. Are you kidding? <laughs> he's the master of the sky. It, now, yeah. uh, he was the original God of Thunder. No, that's Gene Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, they have their uh, parallel lives. Yeah. 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 So, all right. So, who, what What are the other ones? We got three. We got Calliope. We got 
Thalia uh, and there's Calliope, there's Chloe, there's Courtney, there's Kim. Oh, no, I'm sorry, that's the Kardashians. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, <laughs> it's Cleo, the Cleo Erato, Euterpe, Mel Pomeni, uh, Polyhymnia, and Terpsichore and Thalia. So th- those are your nine muses. Polyhymnia, wow. which means more than one hemnia. <laughs> right. By the way, there's a lot of poetry muses. She was the muse of sacred poetry. Calliope is the muse of epic poetry. So poetry, bigger deal back then than it is today, obviously. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. you just need one muse to be inspired. You don't no, need nine. You need one muse for one thing. Like Thalia is the, the muse of comedy. No, I, she I, can't I, do poetry. That, that's why uh, yeah, so Polythymus came in and goes, let me show you how this is done. Stay in your right. lane. Stay in your lane. <laughs> Now, I beg to differ. I think an inspiration is an inspiration, and people get it different ways. People get it from a view, mm-hmm. watching the ocean, watching someone, you know, surf. Apparently, someone got it from the Adam Ferrara podcast. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I don't see you being amused. Really? Maybe amusing, but not amused. <laughs> okay. Well, hold on. I just got to write something down. <laughs> <laughs> Cut out Alex's mic in the edit. (laughs) All right. I don't know, Alex. You put him in a toga, you know, put a wreath around his head. He should be pretty news like. (laughs) Oh, yeah, because I need that visual. I can't picture that. Yeah. Mm. I agree with Alex, by the way. I think you don't, you know, yeah, you can have, you only need one. You just need one source or form of inspiration. I agree mm-hmm. with you, Alex. By the way, for those at home that want to play along, do you know where we get the, the term we get museum? That comes from the muses. That's where that word comes from. Yeah, and you know so, who inspired that? The god of Guggenheim. That's who inspired that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay? Exactly. Look, I am just grateful that inspiration is out there, and sometimes I can hook into it. Makes me happy. By the way, Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top is our guest. Have I told you? How, 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 how. <laughs> oh, he's bad. He's nationwide. I'm very happy. I'm inspired by people. When I hear amazing stories of things, mm-hmm. and it could be from all walks and facets, like it could just be some simple act of kindness that you you see or you hear about, or you know, somebody scaling Everest who has you know one leg or something like that, or or just you know, these stories that you hear of people mm-hmm. doing things. It, it I turn those and say, if somebody can do that, I can do that. I can be better than I am. I need to raise myself out of my own lethargy mm-hmm. and find this next gear to be better in all facets of life. Yeah, yeah. lethargy. Lethargy was the eleventh daughter. <laughs> she inspired, she inspired never got out sleep. of bed. Yeah, I, I get that. That's why I think like a high inspiration is so important because it puts you in a mind state or it gives you that little extra. I can sure. do that. Yeah. I want to try that. And it's a fulfilling feeling because it's the it's it's, you know, it's divine inspiration. And when you can make that discernible through human talent, they they call that art. I was just inspired by what Mark said. That was awesome, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. That was like Ster- Sternonian or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. Well, there's a very inspiring moment in this Billy Gibbons interview. Did I tell you I'm interviewing Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top? Yes, Adam. <laughs> you hadn't no. mentioned that, no. Yeah. <laughs> he told me how Thomas Edison would capture inspiration, and it was just fascinating. Why don't you guys listen to this, and we will see you on the other side. The ancient Greeks and Romans believed the nine muses of the daughters of Zeus granted inspiration to those involved in creative work. Rhoda, the muse of auto body work. 
<laughs> it's one of the lesser known muses, but yes. You're listening to the Adam Ferrara podcast. He has suffered for his art, and now it's your turn. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Pay attention when I'm talking to you, boy. ADHD, it's not just for kids. Nice boy, but doesn't listen to a word you say. Welcome to the ADD interview. It's not that you're not interesting, it's just that I can't focus. And my guest this week is... Oh, look, a bird! My guest this week is the rock and roll gearhead himself. He's a guitar great, singer, songwriter, record producer who's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. His new solo album is called Hardware, and I highly recommend it. He toured with Jimi Hendrix. He sleeps on the floor. He was given his iconic beaded cap from the chief of the Bamalik people from Cameroon, and he drinks beer out of a straw. He's a car guy that gave the world Cadzilla and the Eliminator Coupe, and he fronts a little old band from Texas called ZZ Top. Lord have mercy, I am so grateful he's made some time for us today. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Mr. Billy F. Gibbons. Ah, mercy, that's quite a send-up, man. We're ready to rock and roll. (laughs) Yeah, thank you so much for doing this, Billy. I had so much fun researching you, man. I really did. And I know I got limited time with you, so I just want to start at the very beginning. Your dad was an orchestra leader, and your mom was a piano player, right? Uh, Well, she she, she, uh, liked to tell us that uh, she was quite proficient playing the radio (laughs) (laughs) but there was music in the house all around us from uh yeah from day one and uh gosh looking back uh i think it played a big part although uh 
I was more favorable to listening to Jimmy Reed's three chords mm. than, uh, than, than anything else. Yeah. Well, that's one of the things I loved about, uh, about what you guys do is it's real hard to make it look easy. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. those three chords. Like I, I was, I was reading a, a thing on, on Richie Blackmore, uh, who ran into some, you know, uh, smoke on the water is four notes. Beethoven had four notes too, and that shit was pretty good. You guys, yeah, yeah, you guys do it well. When we go after uh, our three notes, you know, we've talked about it many times. Mm-hmm. And, uh, gee, uh, uh, I wonder if we should expand it. And uh, we've all decided our the best answer is as long as we're in there somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, but that's that's great. I mean, you guys are always in there. But the, the, the thing I love about your music is you don't really change as much as you evolve. The stuff keeps moving forward, but it's still ZZ Top. And that's a testament to you guys just sitting in the pocket no matter what you do. Well, thank you for that. Uh, it's no secret. We always keep we, we seem to keep uh, one foot in the blues. You know, we've, mm-hmm. uh, we, we started off uh, attempting to interpret the great. American art form. Everybody knows it as the blues Mm -hmm. and uh, the expanse within the, uh, the range of those expressions go high and low and all points in between. So it leaves a lot of room to, uh, to get started. Now, having said that uh, this most recent release hardware uh, began rather inauspiciously. We, we, we showed up at the studio with, Blank paper and a pencil. <laughs> of course, uh, when you have nothing, the only way out of it is to start something. Right. And uh, that's that's where it went. Yeah. And did you and let me ask you about having nothing and starting with something. You guys in my research, you guys wrote Tush in 10 minutes at a sound check in Alabama. That is correct. Yeah. Florence, Alabama, to be quite exact. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That those were uh, some uh, a lucky few minutes right there. Damn, man, yeah. But like McCartney dreamed yesterday, like he, he came fully realized in his head, and he kept he woke up this morning. I, and I think that Billy, I I don't know, but I think that comes from you put in so much work. There's so much creative momentum as you're doing stuff. The, the machine's open, you know, and stuff just falls in. Yeah, uh, Thomas Edison used to sleep with a fistful of ball bearings in one hand. Mm. And uh, as he was drifting off to dreamland, uh, his hand would open up, the ball bearings would uh, clatter to the floor. It would wake him up out of that creative dream state and he'd write the ideas down. It's a good spot to be. (laughs) Wow, that's great. I didn't know that. Oh, it's crazy. It works. Yeah. Well, I wanted to, I wanted to ask you this. You you said a quote that that really resonated with me about the creative uh, mind and the importance of being able to, I think, shut it off or let the field lie fallow so you could replenish the soil can replenish. And you said, uh, I don't know if you, this is your quote, but I read it in an article. You said, uh, you don't have to swing at every pitch. <laughs> well, that's very true. Uh, our sound. Uh... For whether I'm working with uh, Matt Sorm and Austin Hanks on a, a BFG record mm-hmm. or or tiptoeing in the studio with uh, Frank and Dusty, uh, the sound is a clo- it's it's been described as four flat tires on a muddy road. And I like- <laughs> That's great. 
That's yeah, but I I see you. The influences you guys got. Texas has its own sound. You're not Southern boogie rock and roll. Texan had, for me, from an outsider from New York, just listening to that. You guys had all kinds of stuff from Mexico coming in. You had um, religious stuff coming in. You had R and B coming in. The radio you guys grew up in was a monster. I mean, I was reading in Jim Morrison's book. That's why he wrote Texas Radio and the Big Beat. It just was flooding you guys. Oh yeah, man. Uh, that, uh, those X stations across the border were coming in like a police call. It was, it was, there's no way around it. That was so influential. And, uh, I guess, uh, you're, you're absolutely right. Texas has this peculiar singularity. It's, uh, separate from any other place on the planet, but uh, we kind of like it. It's, uh, it, it's stimulating to the creative process. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah, and 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 it comes out in your work. I mean, the early work and uh, and the uh, and your later stuff. And th- this is where where I come down with you. First, I have to ask you about the name. There's a couple of rumors out there, and I, I want you to you know we have to get this settled, Mister Gibbons. Uh, <laughs> first, I the first thing I heard that was really cool was you guys named it ZZ Top, so you knew when you went to the record store where to find your stuff. You're at the way end. Yeah. Last in the bin. Last, Last in the, in the, in the bin. bin. Yeah. I thought that was cool. The next uh, rumor I heard was uh, it was a tribute to B.B. King. And the last one I heard was uh, there was a misspelling on a pizza box. Like they were pizza signs. <laughs> was missing some letters. <laughs> All true. In fact, over the years, we've collected variations on uh, the band's name. Mm-hmm. Uh, spinning top, the walking top, the easy top. <laughs> A.A. Bottom. I mean, there's all kinds, of, <laughs> all kinds of twists and turns there. But but it's B.B.? Because it was B.B. It was B.B. Top at the very beginning, wasn't it? Well, it was uh, Z.Z. King. Z.Z. King. I'm sorry. I messed up. Yeah. And uh, Z.Z. being at this end of the alphabet, mm-hmm. B.B. at the first of the... But there was already a, a, a king was... Uh, well, he's kind of like at the top. Sure, sure. So uh, ZZ King turned into ZZ Top, and uh, off you go. Oh, well, uh, well, it works, brother. But your first band was Moving Sidewalks? Well, yeah. Um, we were, at the time, we were we were sharing domicile with the 13th floor elevators. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and as our, our sound started to emerge, we were taking pages uh, as best we could from what the 13th floor elevators were doing, and I always thought, well, the elevators go up and moving sidewalks go forward. So, uh, yeah, there it is. Elevator, moving sidewalks. It's kind of all in there together. And you toured with Hendrix. Correct. That was uh, another surprise. (laughs) Damn, man. There was something else. Uh, We were hired to join the, uh, the, uh, the Jimi Hendrix experience. It was something so new. Very few people had uh, kind of caught on at that at that moment. Mm-hmm. But uh, in order for us to fill out the contract, our, we had to close with uh, we had to close with uh, two Jimi Hendrix numbers, <laughs> which was really? very strange. Uh, going out there in front of the Jimi Hendrix experience, and I remember the first night walking off stage, there was a guy in the shadows with his arms folded and. Uh, he grabbed me by the shoulder and he was smiling. He said, I got to get to know you. I like you. You got a lot of nerve. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. 
I um uh, I uh I read an article um uh, where you said you and Jimmy would go. You had like hotel rooms across from each other in the hallway, and the doors were always open. And every night, every night, and Jimmy had a record player delivered every night. Every every night. And you two were doing what I was doing as a kid, sitting with the record, trying to slow it down and figure stuff out. And you, you and Jimmy Hendrix sitting there trying to figure out Jeff Beck. Is that right? That is correct. You know, he, Jimmy Hendrix uh, surprised me uh, when he he would play a, and, and this was early Jeff Beck, and and of course Jeff's guitar wizardry mm-hmm. uh, was uh, something to behold, and. It, <laughs> I had to laugh. Jimmy said, how do you, how do you think Jeff Beck does this? I said, something tells me that Jeff Beck is listening to your record saying the same thing. How does Jimmy do this? Yeah. I was trying to figure out Stevie Ray. I couldn't get the bend and everything. He's got a wound third string and he would bend that shit. All the, his fingers had like leg muscles in it. I'm telling you, uh, I, I've on many occasions I was, uh, uh, either backstage or uh, visiting uh, Stevie, uh, I'd, I'd grab his guitar and I said, "Man, how do you do this?" I was, <laughs> I was going toward the light side of things, and he was, he was going the exact opposite direction. But man, was he ever uh, one one of our? He's, he remains one of our heroes to this day. Yeah, that that tone he got with that wound third. I saw you on Daryl's house, uh, Daryl Hall, and you said one of the lines I loved. Is you use really light strings because BB King uses light strings on Lucille. Yeah, man, he picked up my guitar, and I, at the time I was using some pretty heavy wires, uh, thinking that's how the, you got the big sound, big mm-hmm. wire, big sound. BB, he he took a few strums and he added my guitar back, and he said, "Man, why are you working so hard?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. I wanted to I wanted to take you back a little bit to see if my my assessment is correct. So uh, Trace Ombrace comes out, you guys blow up, right? And, yeah. And you're just I mean just bang skyrocket. Seventy six is the Worldwide Texas tour. Correct. After seventy six, you guys you don't split up. You just take a break. I think uh, Frank went to the Caribbean. Dusty went to Mexico. And I like to think you, it was 76, you left and started building the Eliminator, the 33 Ford Coupe. That is exactly right. That was the big turning point. Uh, 76, you know, ZZ Top had been on the road since the inception, Mm -hmm. starting in 69. And uh, we took a break. We thought it'd be a a brief break. It actually uh, extended into this uh, rather lengthy uh, absence from the road. However, we were on the phone uh, with each other nearly every day, mm-hmm. and uh, it was—I uh, I, think—the bonus from the uh, uh, the departure from the road gave us a chance to regroup, rethink, and uh, finally uh, uh, we got back together. And there was this sense of freshness. It mm-hmm. was, uh, and we've never we've never uh, uh, left that behind. We we genuinely uh, enjoy getting to do what we get to do. And uh, that sense of freshness is, a, is uh, it's always a key player. Uh, I think it's more about none of us really know who's going to make the first mistake. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I want to ask you this, uh, Billy. When, uh, so you came back in 79, right? And you came back, you both had the beards 
And this is when I think you guys went from a carburetor to fuel injection because your sound just got so much bigger. You went to see Depeche Mode and you saw all the synth work they were doing? Yes, indeed. We had become uh, uh, big followers of what Depeche Mode was doing and uh, actually uh, became friends uh, to the point where those uh, inspirational uh, injections from mm -hmm. what they were doing, which was very different from what ZZ Top had been doing up to that time. And uh, we, we, we were able to kind of light the fuse in that general direction. Mm -hmm. And it, it, uh, it, uh, again, you, to use that word freshness, it, it provided ZZ Top a, a launching platform that was quite new, very unexpected, I must say. But uh, in all fairness, uh, Depeche Mode has uh, some, somewhat been overlooked as uh, in, the, in the initial stages, but the guitarist, Martin Gore, mm -hmm. great songwriter, he was a cornerstone that was leading the charge within the ranks of Depeche Mode. And uh, most recently, uh, I, I think the, to, to speak of Depeche Mode as what kind of band are they? Well, they are genuinely a rock and roll band. They are they are doing it to it. <laughs> yeah. But I just like the way you took, you, you take things and you incorporate things that aren't, they don't go together, but they work when you put them together, like your sound. And like I just saw you on Jay. I had Jay on the show, and uh, I saw you on Leno's Garage. And that air, they what you put in that 34 coupe didn't have headlights in it. So you took a, a, an airplane underwing, and it pops up right out of the hood. I mean, that, that's, some yeah. added, that's some out of the box thinking, my brother. Yeah, man. Uh, uh, that that kind of out of the box uh, concept. Well, it, it stays with us. Uh, and uh, I must point out that this new album, Hardware, mm. uh, was named in uh, recollection of uh, our late great engineer, Mr. Joe Hardy, uh, Joe Party Hardy. <laughs> uh, uh, going way back, uh, in fact, uh, I can remember spending many nights with uh, Joe Hardy, uh, well, talking about the impact and influence of Depeche Mode. And uh, uh, Joe, uh, he may have uh, picked out another planet to occupy, but he's his spirit is still with us. And uh, <laughs> it's kind of interesting to see uh, all of this stuff uh, come back around. You know, it's it's all right. Yeah, yeah, and it's uh, and the stuff you did to get to where you had to go to uh, was great. I the story about the Pearly Gates thirty six Packard I thought was great. Oh, yeah, man. Well, Pearly Gates, our now famous uh, 1959 Sunburst Les Paul guitar. Mm -hmm. It's been uh, uh, part of, we call it the uh, the benchmark, the cornerstone of a big part of ZZ Top sound and uh, everything else we've managed to uh, unfold. There's, there's yet to be a record that uh, went forward uh, Pearly Gates has been front and center uh, on all counts. Uh, yeah. She is still, <laughs> she is still the one. Yep, and, and you got it for two hundred bucks from a farmer. Yeah, there was a rancher down in Texas, and uh, uh, somebody had said, "Man," they said, "I know you've been looking for one of those uh, Eric Clapton guitars." <laughs>
I said, well, yeah, we didn't even know what to call it. Right. Uh, except the, the that one of those Eric Clapton guitars. Mm-hmm. And a buddy of mine said, yeah, there's a rancher. Um, he's been he's been playing in a cowboy band, but I, I, I think he's retired or something. And sure enough, we... Uh, we we knocked on the door. He let us in, and he pulled it out from under the bed. He said, "Well," he said, "He said, uh, I don't play much anymore." He said, "If you want it, you can take it. What you got?" And I said, "Well, I sold a Packard for two hundred and fifty bucks." Here, he said, "You got a deal." That's great, Billy. I know you got to run. I can't thank you enough for spending time with me. Uh, best to you and the family. Stay safe, brother, and thank you for all the music and all the cars, brother. Be well. Yeah, man, we'll hit the road. We'll uh, cross paths with you. We'll see you around the corner, man. I hope so. Cheers. The ADD interview was brought to you by CruiseIntoWellness.com. CruiseIntoWellness.com for all your CBD needs. Now, let's say you were opening for Jimi Hendrix, and after the show, he was asking your opinion about what Jeff Beck was playing. Jimmy said, how do you, how do you think Jeff Beck does this? This could cause you a little anxiety. So why don't you do what I do? Take one of the gummies they have at cruiseintowellness.com. They also have edibles, tinctures, pain creams, bath products, pet products. My wife is enjoying the new hand cream. And anything they have, you get to take 20% off. Yes, you do. Just use the coupon code ADAM for 20% off anything they have at cruiseintowellness.com. Go. Feel better. How cool was that? Yeah, cool. Adam, that was cool. Yeah, that was go? cool. Yeah. You know, he's one of those people who say the right thing at the right time, and whatever he says is cool as hell. Yeah, he's 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 plugged in. He's in the pocket. He's mm-hmm. comfortable in his own skin. I really mm-hmm. loved talking to him. I really liked making him laugh. That really made me made me feel good. You guys seem like old friends. Yeah, you really did. I, was... I like to think we are. Billy's just alerting security, but I like to think. <laughs> <we are. laughs> yeah. But no, Alex, you're right. And I don't know whether it's because he's from Texas and he's sort of got that personality or whether because he's a, like a legend rock star or whether that's just because he's Billy Gibbons and that who he is. But you really felt like you could sit down on a couch with that guy and just completely connect and be buddies. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. I love that about him. and I love that. Uh, the conversation that you guys had. Yeah. I'm going to throw you a compliment too, Adam. You brought up questions and things that that made me feel like by his response that oh he was really really inspired, if you will, you by uh, by the questions you were asking him. You know, he probably get the same things over and over again. But you you took him places where he was oh yeah, you, you could tell he wasn't just just doing the interview. He was really into it. Oh, yeah. thank you, Phil. I, That's nice. I yeah. think you did inspire him. That's good. You know what? I'll take it. You know how I did it? I, <laughs> I fell asleep with ball bearings in my hand. <laughs> how cool is that story? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that Thomas Edison, and, and, and it's coming from Billy Gibbons. You know, I was talking to Billy Gibbons the other day, and he was telling me about how Tom Edison captured imagination. How's that it's for a Tuesday? <laughs> it's amazing. Inside yeah. you were screaming. Yeah, inside I was like, oh my God, I'm having a, this is really cool. And inside I'm having a great time. And, and not only did I enjoy that, but I learned that when Tom Edison would go to sleep holding his balls, who knew that? <laughs> uh. Of course. Of course. See, my thing when I heard that was I'll sleep at the ball bearings, but they'll drop on the hardwood floor in the middle of the night. I'll wake up, be pissed, and have insomnia. <laughs> no, Phil, no. You would wake up and you'd slip on one of them. Call us. Because now you have another pain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I turned my ankle. I got up. I was inspired. I went to grab a pen and my freaking ankle. 
You know, friggin' Billy Gibbons. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was inspiring me. Yeah. Uh, thank God Tesla didn't inspire him. You'd be electrocuted. Yeah. <laughs> and the other thing that he said about, you know, the creative mind, and the creative process that I thought was very valuable is like you don't have to swing at every pitch. Do you think you might want to take some of that advice? Adam, May, because you never, yeah, you're like never shut off. I you're know. just constantly like go, go 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 go. And sometimes yeah. you know you gotta you gotta let a pitch go by. I know, I know. I I, I really wish you were wrong. <laughs> yeah, he's not. I thought the same thing, Adam. You're one of those coffee makers that doesn't turn off. I know. You don't have the auto off. I know. You just stay on and burn all day. I know. I just keep and 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 I torture you people about it. And, but <laughs> you guys are right. But you know what? Because of this podcast and my tenacity, Champagne Charlie's going to finish his VW bus, pick up the daughter and his grandson, and go for a ride. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome, universe. Yes, yeah. you're welcome, universe. <laughs> Well, look, look at it this way. Even when ZZ Top took a break in 76 when they were exhausted because they were like touring since they since their inception for like, you know, what was that, seven years? They all went yeah. away. They all went away. And Billy started work on a 33 Ford, which was on the Eliminator album cover. And you want to know a story? He's got like 150 grand into this, uh, into the Ford. And huh. he went to his accountants. If I put this on the album cover, can we, can we deduct it? He goes, absolutely. It's a business expense. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh, my God. You need to do that, Adam. Yes, Dusty Frank. The album's called Eliminator. I already got the cover art. No pictures. Don't worry. <laughs> we got it. How Ooh. great was that? Yeah. Wow. I put you on one of my on my DVD covers. You I can't can deduct me. I, I can't deduct the freaking thing. Well, that sucks. Doesn't <laughs> no. seem fair. And you eat every day. Goodness. <laughs> But I love that they took that break. That is such a healthy thing to do yeah. to recharge. And and he said, he said, we come back, we're all energized about this now. Yeah. I think, you know, I mean, we all love to go full tilt all the time, but sometimes you got to take a step back and let those batteries get back to full. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, everything you pump out after that is just less than what it could and should be. Yeah. It's true. It's true. And, and you you're always on the other side of that is being burned out. Yeah, yeah, that's what that, yeah, that's what that is. And they say know? to do something polar opposite. Like? You, Adam, mm -hmm. stand still. I can't, I can't, I can't stand still. Or don't screw with me for a week. Yeah. <laughs> they take a week off once in a while. I, I couldn't help myself. No, they say, like, for example, you know, you hear that Einstein, mm -hmm. he played the violin or tried to play. Right. You know, it would balance him out. Yeah, and the other thing is, and you're inspired and in, in, in doing something on inspiration. You're doing it for the joy of doing it. When when I keep going and going, I'm doing it as a means to an end, and the the product isn't that good. When I just do things because I'm inspired to do things, what comes out is a lot more quality yeah. than just doing it. I agree. Yeah, because a lot of times you like to check things off your list, yeah. and we'll go back and go, mm, Adam, maybe just. Take a breath. Yeah, yeah. And let's redo this one. And then it's better. Yeah. And it has more life and you enjoy it. Yeah. Again, I wish you were wrong, but you're not. <laughs> mm -mm, I'm not this, wrong. That's the thing about the muse. You know what? You know what There's another muse that gets me, the uh, boomerang, which I think was the 13th daughter. And what happens to me is <laughs> I'll do something and then like, I'll, okay, that's done. Then I'll go take a shower or I'll take a walk and I, ah, I got to change this, this, and this, you know? So like, I got to realize that that's part of the process. I'm not just doing it to get it done. I'm doing it to get it good. Yeah. That makes sense? 
Yeah, and it still qualifies that Zeus was a womanizer since all these daughters are popping up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh, there's a lot. That's what, Zeus never got the DNA done because he was afraid of what he was going to yeah, find. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. If there was ever a question, he's like, yeah, it's probably mine. Yeah. <laughs> probably mine. Don't worry about it. There, yeah. There's one thing that you guys didn't really talk about, mm. which I thought was interesting that you brought up in the intro. Yeah. That he slept on the floor. Yeah, he sleeps on the floor. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't do that. I don't like sleeping on the floor. Yeah, he, he sleeps on the floor. He's more comfortable on the floor. And he also said this, his favorite city is Vegas because it's 24 hours. And when you're a rock star, you know, you can get breakfast anytime, which I thought was pretty cool. I like getting <laughs> breakfast anytime too. Right, right, right there. And Kino. And Kino. So you can play Kino <laughs> while you're eating breakfast. And the other thing he said. Uh, he, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Alex, that's the key to your happiness? Uh -huh. Breakfast anytime? <laughs> and Kino. That's yes. it? Yeah. Ask Adam. Yeah, she does. We'll go. <laughs> Whenever I work at a casino, we we wake up late, you know, we at the crack of noon, and then we'll 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 take another nap, and around two three o'clock we'll sit down, we'll have an omelet. The Kino lady will come by, we'll play a little bit of Kino, and we just sit there playing Kino eating eggs. Mm -hmm. It's either that or the the ponies. Yeah, or, oh, oh. I like going there too. But the other thing he said about Vegas, he doesn't like round chairs. He likes square chairs with an arm. He likes to be grounded, and I think that's the thing. Yeah, and he's right. So do I. That's why that's why this chair has arms. I, he needs to be our neighbor. Yeah. You know, we need to be able to call him up. Hey, Billy, yeah. what do you think about this? Yeah. I want to borrow the cause. <laughs> <laughs> I want to have his wisdom wherever I am. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about not only would you want to borrow the cars, you'd want to work on the cars in the front, you know, in the garage all the time. What is that? That light that they installed in a car yeah, or something yeah. like that. What the hell was that? You'd be doing all kinds of crazy crap like that with him. All right, well, let me just back up. I, I, I'd i be breaking all kinds of stuff. because I'm, <laughs> I ain't fixing them. I, I can't fix it, but I'd love to dream stuff up with him. You know what he did when I brought up that light he had on the 34 uh, Ford that was on Leno's garage? The car doesn't have headlights. So he took an underwing light from an airplane and it retracts in the hood. So... <laughs> The, the, the light comes up and you can move it like, you know, those cop lights on the side of a cop car. Are you, you can kidding me? It. Oh, it's great. It's great. <laughs> wild. I'm, like, I'm like in jeans. I, I saw that because I watched Leno's Garage at night you know, on, on the computer. And I just scribbled this down because I saw Billy Gibbs. And I, oh, I got to ask him about that. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a 34 Ford Coupe. The, the Eliminator was a 33. This was a 34. He had the light and he, had, he painted the, uh, the subframe purple. To match the Cadzilla, the forty-eight for the forty-eight caddy he's got in uh in the Peterson, yeah, Phil. Yeah, I just I love those questions, but I want to know how the hell you knew that he about the radio in Texas. Like, how did you know that? Oh yeah, Texas radio in the Big Beat. I was reading a book on Jim Morrison, and that's why he wrote that because that that signal was coming in from Texas, and the music always seemed like it was all it was all it was an eclectic mix of stuff it was it was it had its own distinct style texas uh, music and the thing i the thing that uh, he said actually in an interview that i wanted to i wanted to ask him about but i thought it was a great quote he said zz top is the salvador dali of the delta and i was like oh that's wow. great i love yeah. that yeah now yeah. That, now that i'm looking at it that way I'm, i get it i get the the, the surrealism it's got, they, they dress the same the guitars spin around he's got fur on it when they do the song legs it's great <laughs> Yeah, I get it. I do like when he was saying that you do lots of different music, but you always root it in yeah. who you are. Yeah. I, I like that. And he said, I, I, we always seem to keep one foot in bluegrass. One, well, one, pre, one foot on the path, yeah. Yeah, and he likes things he likes, and he sticks with it if it ain't broke. Mm -hmm. You can tell ZZ Top. Look, if I hear a shuffle and see with a walking bass line, I'm turning it up, it's ZZ Top, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. It's uh, you, you can tell he's got one foot on the path. Clapton did that, too, when he did the... Uh, 
album with B.B. King, Riding with the King. He said, you know, I do you know, rock and roll, pop music. He goes, but you know, you have to keep one foot on the path. Mm-hmm. And I went, oh, that's so deep. I wish that resonated with me. I don't know what that means. Now you do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to research it and ask you 10 questions about it the next time I talk to you. Yes, I am. <laughs> well, yeah. Why do I see if he was our neighbor who keep me needing a restraining order? <laughs> yeah. I, I would take a hint. <laughs> Oh, hey, Adam. So you're over here again. Oh, hey, what's going on? Can I, can I get out of the bathroom real quick? Yeah, I would take it. I'm, I, he goes, I'm not telling you the Hendrix story again, kid. Go home. <laughs> but honestly, how cool is that? I mean, Jeez. opening for Jimmy, man. And you're sitting around with Jimmy and Jimmy's like, hey, man, how does Jeff Beck do that? Yeah. I'm pretty sure Jeff Beck is always saying, how does Jimmy do that? Yeah, That's just yeah. so cool. Yeah, yeah, that was really cool. To be you bold. know what that is? What inspiration? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That, that's it is inspiration. He's mm-hmm. inspired by another musician. That's what that is. It mm-hmm. you know it doesn't matter what level you're at. You can yeah. always be inspired. Always. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, and it makes you. It makes you. Uh, it makes you humble. Like even Jimmy's like, how is he doing that? Like you're Jimi Hendrix. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he doesn't realize yeah. that. Yeah, I know. He just realized yeah. I'm a guy trying to you know yeah. make my way. Yeah, but that 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 that's. What I I'm, love the humble. Yeah, I do too. I thought that was great. I, and I love I love that I know that about Jimi Hendrix right now. Yeah, that was yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. You know all kinds of shit. I don't know how you come up with this stuff. It, it blows me away. <laughs> Phil, there's a whole internet. You can look <laughs> no, stuff No, I up. know, but you this is some of the things. He's not the first one that you interviewed. They were like, how did you know that? How do you, even they're blown away. I got a guy. <laughs> <laughs> You're inspired by a guy. I okay. Got, I got, got a guy. You. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you know what? That inspires me. What? See what I did there? What'd you, what? What'd you do there? You're, you're how you conduct interviews and, and, and research that inspires me. Phil, okay. from now on, I'm going to need you to call me Calliope. <laughs> <laughs> Calliope. Yes, that that's who I want to be. <laughs> Calliope. I have to thank. Thank you, menopausal Phil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're you're welcome. You're welcome. You were inspired. Yeah, you were inspired. You both inspire me. <laughs> you were inspired by Hot Flashius, the god of menopause. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, that's great. I want to thank Billy Gibbons for being my guest. Uh, it was really, really a treat for us, and I hope you guys enjoyed it, honey. If they want to get a hold of us, where do they go? The Adam Ferrara at Gmail. Yes, uh, and the show's growing. It's all because of you and Champagne Charlie's daughter. So if you get a minute. <laughs> Please leave us a review. It helps us with our friend. Mr. Algorithm. Uh, tell someone you love about the show. That'll help us out a great deal. And please remember, life is hard. Take it easy on yourself. The pot has ended. Go in peace. He started the project, so I don't think we provided inspiration. We, we like, re-inspired him. Because he already had the inspiration. We did, you, know, we, no, we did, you know what we did? We shamed him, is what we did. <laughs> we shamed him? Well, that's we a form of inspiration, him. I think. Yeah, sure, you know? Yes, the bringer of shame. That's what you want to do. You putts. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. 
when you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.